Those who were close to Carlos describe him as a complicated man. But complicated seems to be more of a euphemism to describe a cruel person. Francesca and Gabriela, his only two daughters, my mother and my aunt, were the main victims of his cruelty. We sat along their dinner table in an imposing room at the house where they grew up and where my mother lives now. Nadia and I sat across from them. Before starting, they put up a sign that said, this is not therapy, to remind themselves not to overshare or feel too much. My name is Daniel Ofredo Rota, a.k.a. Quijosis, and I'm a musical archaeologist, musician, and DJ from Quito, Ecuador. This is Caife, the lost sound. A Spotify original podcast where I uncover the story of Caife, a record label founded by my grandfather in the 1960s in Ecuador. A story buried under decades of forgotten memories. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations at Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between, offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We arrived at Francesca and Gabriela's house with a single purpose, to uncover the memories of their father and the legacy, both dark and light, that he left his family. De las cosas buenas que me acuerdo era que él nos dijo desde chicas, ¿no? A mí no me importan sus notas, no me importa, me tiene sin cuidado. Lo que para mí es importante es que mis hijas aprendan a leer y a pensar por sí solas. Carlos raised his girls to be free thinkers. Things like grades and rules never really mattered. Acabo de acordar de, de cuando me sentí tan orgullosa de ser hija de mi papá. Fue porque cuando yo estaba la, 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 en quinto grado, ya. más o menos, mi papá y mi tía Emma fueron a hablar con la profesora que llamó al marido. Gabriela shares a fond memory of her father. One time he stood up to her teacher's husband, who was being a bit of a jerk. Dice, por favor, respeto, estamos en un colegio. Y yo me acuerdo, veía a mi papá tan guapo, tan alto, tan lúcido. Y yo... No podía creer, ese es mi papá, ¿no? Entonces, sí, sí, así. Unfortunately, his valiant side was more the exception than the rule. Todo está sujeto a una ley de causa y efecto. They say he would do terrible things and not feel any guilt at all. 
he had a complicated relationship with his mother, to the point of tormenting her. He did his laundry until she was about 90 years old, and he still had the nerve to have temper tantrums and insult her on the street. Gabriela says he caused his own mother harm up until the day she died. Even today, it's hard to talk about mental illness. In the 50s and 60s, it was heavily stigmatized. And even if you could get treatment, it wasn't anything like it is now. I doubt that even if he had sought help, he would have found anything that would have really changed him. He was looking for something transcendental. He aspired to be something like an ubermensch, a superman, something more than a man. He wanted to go beyond himself, but he needed professional help. Ultimately, he never got any. My mother says he refused any sort of medication and his condition just got worse over time. Here he is again, lecturing a crowd on the nature of human genius. Carlos came to a breaking point after his behavior got more and more extreme to the point of affecting his relationship with his grandchildren. Un día fuimos a ver una exposición de libros y les y estaba con Daniel y con Nicolás y con, con mis tres hijos y les digo a Daniel y a, a los tres les digo ese es tu abuelo. My mom is telling the story of when we ran into him at a book fair and I decided to approach him. I must have been around 12 years old. Y Daniel y el Nico se acercan, pero el que habla es Daniel. I extended my hand and said, "Hello, Grandpa. I'm your grandson." And he answered, "I don't know who you are, sir," and walked away. Yo me acuerdo que le, le conté a mi abuelita. My mother and the rest of the family just told him to fuck off after that. No haces eso a un niño. O sea, no. Bueno, Entonces eh, esto es algo como como sintomático. La soledad de mi papá. It was not only the symptoms, says Francesca. His solitude was built day by day, even when he was well, by his attitudes and actions. She says he deteriorated with time, and his demeanor became darker and stranger. He was tormented. One day, when my mother was 13, Carlos took her to her father Luigi's laboratory, far from where they could be heard. 
He pulled out a revolver and started toying with it. He told her he was waiting for a friend and that they were going to play a game. When my mother heard the word game, she said, oh, how nice. (laughs) (laughs) The friend never came, but the game was Russian roulette. He would put the gun to his own temple and pull the trigger. He used suicide as a means to get attention and manipulate his daughters. This behavior got completely out of hand after Luigi passed away. One day, they heard a gun go off. Carlos's cry for attention had gone too far, and he'd accidentally shot himself. He had to be carried out the door, covered in blood. Want to be more active this summer? Sierra helps you save on everything from swimsuits to stand-up paddleboards, tennis rackets to fishing tackle. And if that doesn't float your boat, we also have pool floats. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Francesca is saying that he also loved animals. Yet one day he took a Siamese cat and put him in the toilet and started to flush it over and over again. He forced his daughters to watch. They were screaming at him and he wouldn't stop until he pushed Francesca too far. She blew up on him and told him he was a son of a bitch in such a loud and imposing tone that he actually calmed down. He was used to being the one pushing others to their limit. He was the hysterical one, the one who was out of control. But he had no idea what to do when it was someone else pushing back. He was a coward. To my relief, Nadia steers the conversation towards the tapes. Daniel consiguió una máquina y creo que en algún punto debe haberte saturado eh, oír a mi papá porque mi papá amaba grabarse. My mom is wondering if I was infatuated by Carlos's recordings, which I kind of was, but it was also true that when I played a tape of conversations, my mother would be right next door and she could hear him. It changed the energy. I was invoking memories, good and bad. It was a dense and difficult package that would open itself the moment he spoke. Most of the time, I didn't even know it would be him. I'd just grab a nameless tape and put it on, and there he was. Sometimes he'd come in backwards. During the process, it was as though toxic ghosts were coming out of the speakers. These moments were difficult. It was hard to process that I was so deep inside Carlos's world while my mother and aunt were still in mourning. 
It was tough, and I felt the potential of being possessed by that spirit, not because it came from inside me, but because it was coming from the outside. Oh, precioso. Sabes que es maravilloso lo que has hecho por, por tu abuelo y, y sí me parece que hay que vacunarse porque mi papá sí tenía una energía extremadamente pesada. My mother tells me that I did a wonderful thing for my grandfather. To me, the only way to transcend that trauma was the music. When you listen, the feeling in that music, it's empathy, because he heard that and felt that, and so did we. It was his human side, with all the filters removed, all the scaffolding that held his twisted personality together, gone. The music was underneath all of that. Era, era como lo sublime, ¿no? Era, era, era algo, él conectaba con algo que era sublime y, tra y trascendental. The interview ended up becoming a kind of catharsis, an emotional moment between me, my mother, and my aunt. Bueno, yo voy a tocar esta noche en un bar que se llama El Sereno Moreno y voy a poner un montón de música. ¿Quieres venir? Claro que sí. Vamos. Vamos. At the beginning, Quijosis, my artist persona, was about doing more of my own compositions based on my own rhythmic concepts, which because of my heritage, tended to sound South American. Quijosis officially started in 2014. It might have been a couple of months before Carlos's death that I came up with the name. I invented a word, a combination between Quijote and Psychosis. I still had no idea about my grandfather's label. I was working more from rhythmic patterns and loose ideas. After I found the tapes and started the digitizing process, my music started to become more focused. 
Things felt more clear. Suddenly there was a lot of material, a lot of potential options, a whole universe at my disposal. I felt anchored like never before. Suddenly, I had a reason. It was a beautiful moment. It was something beyond my ego. It must have been luck, and sometimes I find that luck inexplicable. There are too many coincidences, and it starts to sound like a weird, contrived script. I imagine myself traveling to the year 1975 in a time machine. Just like at the book fair when I was 12, I tell him, Hello, Grandpa, I'm your grandson. And before he answers, I say that his only path to glory is to put all the master tapes in a room in the office and bury them under tons and tons of newspaper. I tell him to shut up and trust me, that it's the only way. And just like that, I vanish. Finding these tapes was a confrontation with the past, and it led me to a purpose almost by chance, or not. On matters of identity, my country also lives in a type of perpetual crisis, and we will confront that past in the next chapter. <laughs>